You never really know someone until you know what they want, what they really care about. Jesus wants us to know him. And so he begins his first homily, the Sermon on the Plain, by telling us what he cares about the most, by telling us exactly what he wants, exactly what he came to earth to give us. That's what we heard in the gospel today, blessedness or happiness. He wants us to be blessed. In the Bible, this word refers to something very specific. It's the kind of happiness that only God can give, the kind he created us for, the kind we yearn for in the depths of our hearts and that we can never seem to find. Jesus begins this first sermon in the Gospel of Luke telling us the path to this kind of happiness. This is what he wants for us. Happiness, a meaning to our lives, a fulfillment that goes deeper than the superficial kind that comes with money or popularity. Jesus came to show us how to live like that, that that's what he wants. He wants us to flourish. And how easily we can forget about this. How easily we can fall into the devil's old trap of seeing our Christian life as a list of obligations, a hindrance to fun, and a limit on our freedom. But we were made by God, and the manufacturer always knows what's best for the product. Everything Jesus teaches, everything he asks of us, everything the church teaches about how to live, what to do, and what to avoid, these are the manufacturer's instructions meant for our own benefit, our own happiness. So Jesus doesn't want us to waste our lives. He wants us to live them to the full. In the first reading from the prophet Jeremiah, there are two different pictures to describe this kind of happiness. He describes the happy person as being like a tree planted near a deep flowing stream. Its roots always give it enough moisture to flourish even in times of drought. This makes me think of all the trees that are planted by the Jordan River. See, I finally got to use the Jordan River uh, it's, the Jordan River is not just in Israel. We have a Jordan River here too, near, near the Carrot River, right? When I think of, of trees and those growing trees that are growing big and tall, I think of Christmas trees that we have every year. And yes, it's only been six weeks since Christmas. It seems like forever ago, doesn't it? And we always bring in beautiful, big um, artificial trees or real trees. That's the kind of the point. Uh, and it's a sign then, it's not just to hang different things on, but it's a sign of the everlasting love of God, of all the grace that he has given us uh, over the years, all the strength, the, the love that he has for us. And it's an image of what Jesus wants for us, a flourishing, fruitful, healthy life. It comes from rooting ourselves in friendship with him. What about those then, it says in Jeremiah, who don't follow the Lord? It says they're like a dry shrub in the wilderness. And there are frequent biblical images for the person who follows his own path instead of God's path.
It says they're like a withering tree, a tree that's not planted by flowing waters, rootless, fruitless, brown, and dried up. Jesus is telling us that this is what happens to those of us who base their happiness on the passing things of life, like money and popularity, instead of basing it on friendship with God. And Jesus wants us to be a great tree. He wants us to flourish, to be blessed, to be happy. So knowing what Jesus wants for us is a powerful motivation to live by his standards, which is not always easy. But it's not enough just to know what he wants. In times of temptation, we need more than just knowledge. We need strength. The strength we need comes from the Eucharist. The Eucharist is Christ's heart, his strength. It is Christ himself truly present under the sacramental sign of bread. When we receive him in Holy Communion, his heart nourishes our hearts. His pure, wise, loving desires flow into our selfish desires and purify them so that we not only know what he wants, but start wanting it too, more and more. When we receive him in Holy Communion, his strength becomes like our vitamins. His strength gives us new strength. We can also receive this grace by just visiting him in the tabernacle. There he is waiting for us. His strength emanates from that little box like rays of radiation. And when we can't come to church, when we can't even visit him in the tabernacle, we can unite ourselves to him spiritually, wherever we are at home, at work, whenever we need a dose of Christ's strength to live by his standards, we can unite ourselves to Christ and ask him to come to us in a spiritual communion. When we receive him this morning, let's thank him for this great gift and let's promise that we will make use of it this week so that he can make our lives truly blessed, truly happy, as he wants.